You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kings fans, happy Thursday and once again, happy game day. You're listening to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we talk to you all about the Los Angeles Kings and whatever it is exactly they're getting up to in this incredibly weird, increasingly weird hockey season. My name is Sarah Avampato, of course, as always, the host of your show. I'm glad that you're here with me uh, to hear all about the Kings and to enjoy or suffer or whatever uh, through this season together. Last time we talked, Kings faced off against the Vegas Golden Knights and basically failed. They, they, that's, I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. They failed that one. Uh, both teams kind of equally depleted with COVID issues, missing major players. Uh, Vegas, by the way, just announced that Max Pacioretty is out indefinitely uh, after having wrist surgery. So uh, he has been in and out of the lineup all season for for Vegas. And uh, finally, it looks like there is no uh, no way around it. He needs to uh, step aside to have uh, have some healing time, but you know, that that's neither here nor there, but regardless, uh, late news, uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights, but Kings didn't particularly do very well in that game. Uh, they were not particularly prepared from the puck drop and attempts to fight back were basically squashed by continuing to allow goals to Vegas. Uh, there was that span in the first period where there were like four goals in two minutes, less than two minutes. And the whole thing just very discombobulated. Lots of players making mistakes that we don't usually see from from them. Uh, lots of players colliding with one another, which is bad. Uh, and just a very weird game all around. And so, you know, I'm hoping that that game was the uh, let's shake the rust off of it game for the Kings and that they're going to come in a little bit more prepared tonight, which, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I probably would have said, you know, this game no big deal, but they're facing the Vancouver Canucks who have won now like seven straight, including an overtime win against the Ducks last night. Uh, and that Bruce Boudreaux bump is real. Uh, Canucks currently 15, 15 and two. Uh, Kings are 12, 14, 12 and two. So believe it or not, the Canucks who were basically like dead last, left for dead, irrelevant team brought in Bruce Boudreaux and they're, they're sneaking up on us. They're just one point behind us. Uh, Kings at 33 points, uh, tied also with San Jose. Both of those teams have 33 points. Canucks, 32 points. Uh, so if you want to have any hope at all of looking towards the postseason of fighting for a wild card spot or anything like that, you have to win this game. Uh, the Canucks are literally, literally right behind you in the standings. Won seven straight, nine of their last 10 games, uh, which is unbelievable. Uh, it feels a little bit like they're never going to lose again, which of course is not true, but it's sort of what it feels like tonight. So on today's show, uh, we're going to take a look at Vancouver, at what they're up to, uh, who the key players are. And then uh, I phoned a friend who phoned a friend for a little bit of help on this one. Uh, Jason Hernandez from Locked on Ducks talked with uh, Mike Liu, who covers the Abbotsford Canucks and therefore also 
very familiar with and covers the uh, Vancouver Canucks as well. Uh, and he talked with Mike all about the game against the Ducks. In that conversation, they also turned uh, and looked towards what's going to be happening tonight against the Kings. So we're going to hear uh, from Jason and Mike in today's show uh, to to see what's happening on the other side of the ice for the Vancouver Canucks. And of course, I don't know, our best friend Tanner Pearson. So really, what we're seeing with the Canucks is just, it, it looks to me like it, it's a team with a weight off of their shoulders. And Bruce Boudreau has been a phenomenally successful coach throughout his career. He's just a guy who has never managed to get over that final bump in the playoffs. He's lost like what, four or five consecutive game sevens at home. He just can't quite get the team out of the playoffs. But as far as being a regular season coach, as far as being a guy who can get the most out of his players, he has been pretty wildly successful. Uh, and so he has come in to this Canucks organization that has really been floundering. Uh, they The past couple years, obviously things haven't been set up for success in general. Travis Green, I think, never really got a fair shake as a coach because he wasn't given a roster that could really do much for him. But it's a team that, you know, for regardless if it's truly his fault or not, really had the perception that he lost the room with the Canucks, that he was just not the guy to continue to lead, lead him, that his voice wasn't reaching the players. So it really was inevitable, uh, you know, a handful of weeks ago now that the Kings, that the Canucks were going to make that change, were going to shake things up. And they did more than just shake up the coach. They shook up the whole front office, essentially. Uh, Jim Benning out, a whole bunch of support staffers and everything out. But Boudreau has come in and this team is now playing with kind of a lightness to them. Uh, and, you know, you think a little bit about watching the Kings and their coaching turnover throughout the years and watching just the complete slog of a season playing under Willie Desjardins, who you knew was just like dead coach, coach walking and watching everyone just sort of like zombie shuffle through the end of that season and then having McClellan come in uh, at the beginning of the next season really was kind of a breath of fresh air uh, and seeing how he got the players on board and was you know, teaching them different skills and getting them all to you know buy into the system, whatever. And I, I think that we're seeing the same thing right now with Vancouver. They have players who were kind of at their wits end, lots of guys underperforming. Elias Pettersson, I think, uh, just appeared on a list of like the most underperforming or most underwhelming players this year uh, in the NHL, uh, expected to be a guy who was going to take the next big step forward and help lead that Canucks team and hasn't really been able to do it. Uh, this season has just been catastrophically bad for him. And right now everyone is playing with a little more pep in their step, I'll say, under Bruce Boudreaux. If you look at the Canucks in terms of scoring, they're led by JT Miller, who has been a really great pickup for them. Uh, maybe one of the better signings that uh, the, the Jim Benning era made. Quinn Hughes is uh, second in scoring, mostly uh, on the back of assists with him. Connor Garland is also doing really well. Uh, that was a pretty great move from the Canucks uh, front office too. So they're, they're getting scoring. Um, they're they're getting players to contribute, but it is those guys like Elias Patterson who were really expected to be more contributing more who haven't been. And, and it's been a rough year for the Canucks. It's been a rough couple of years, honestly, for the Canucks in those regards. The Canucks, as we talked about yesterday, are missing some players uh, on the COVID protocol list. 
Brock Besser is out uh, on the list as well as Phil DiGiuseppe. Besser is obviously uh, the most important name there. Uh, he currently on the season has nine goals and eight assists. So also kind of an underwhelming performance from him this year as well. He is uh, not quite living up to what we've come to expect from him. Uh, last season, he had 49 points in 56 games. He's always sort of hovered around that, you know, high 40, low 50 point mark. And uh, this year, not good at math, but doesn't look like he's uh, going to get there. So Besser is out. And one other late addition to the COVID list was Justin Dowling. So Canucks sort of operating a little bit short uh, because of uh, all of this that's going on. And because the Canucks just played last night and Thatcher Demko was in goal, we're going to be expecting to see Yaroslav Halak uh, tonight, who uh, is the Canucks backup, has been doing okay, uh, but not quite as good as, uh, again, has been expected from him from past stops in his career. So uh, we've got a team that is seeing new life because of their new coaching situation, but is still a team that is full of players not quite hitting the mark. So next up, we're going to listen in on a little bit of a conversation between Jason Hernandez from Locked on Ducks and Mike Liu, who covers the Abbotsford Canucks. You'll learn a little bit more about Mike coming up next on the show. But before we get to any of that, first off, I want to make sure that you know all about Primal Origin Oils. If you've got beard, you need to get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. If you're a guy who's never really considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, well, now is the time to think about it because don't you want your beard to look soft and healthy and groomed and not itchy and just be like a fun time for your face and not like a itchy, messy thing for your face? Well, Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and beautiful, if you ask me. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and they have a low impact on our planet. So they're not just good for you, they're also good for the world. They make balms, oils, and whipped butters that are known as having the best feel-in beard products available and all products from Primal Origin Oils are fair trade certified and handcrafted right here in the United States. If you don't know what to get someone, if you've got a person with a beard, well Primal Origin Oils also has really great combo kits. So if you are looking for something to give the person with a beard in your life, go check out Primal Origin Oils. I feel like we can all probably think of some people in our lives who could use this product to have just a more exciting, wonderful, caring facial hair experience in general. So we know that companies always claim to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products that you've used. We promise that you're going to see and feel the difference. So remember the code locked on. It gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. That is promo code locked on at checkout for 20% off. Welcome back to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. This is not Sarah Avampado. I'll be pinch hitting for one segment as I have a special guest here to preview tonight's Kings versus Canucks game. It is Michael Liu from Field Pass Hockey. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jason. How are you? I am doing spectacular. So, I was looking at this possible preview for tonight's game, and Vancouver might never lose again. They really might not with everything rolling their way. I mean, even with the Kings themselves. Yeah, let's talk about the Kings for a brief second, because we did have a couple updates from the Kings. Uh, Jacob Movarari and Kachev, Vlad Kachev, are recalled from Ontario. So they might just be healthy scratches, but hey, there they are. 
and Quentin Byfield has been sent to the Ontario Reign. So I'm presuming if the Reign play tomorrow, that Byfield would probably start for that game and probably Sunday's game as well. So a little bit of off news there for those Reign fans. Quentin Byfield might be playing in Ontario this weekend. So, hey, maybe if you want to see Byfield, go out there. Hint, hint. All right. So let's talk about this Kings lineup really fast. They're without Dustin, the ageless Dustin Brown due to COVID. Oli Mata is out. Phil Deneau might be eligible to come back, but we don't know yet. So here, here's what the lines look like. Just to just to briefly see the lines. You have Alex Ayafalo, Andre Kopitar, camping in the first line. Okay, that's fine. Then you have Trevor Moore, Victor Arvidsson, and Alex Turcott. Huh. Alex Turcott, second line center. If Deneau plays, then Turcott would just drop down or he'd be out entirely. Then you have Lemuel Lazar, Artie Party, Arthur Kaliev, and then Leas Anderson, Rasmus Kapari, Carl Grundstrom. Jared Anderson Dolan is now back with the Ontario Reign. In fact, Anderson Dolan played on last night's game against the Bakersfield Condors. Condors won again. Oh, yeah, yeah. But let's talk about the Kings Canucks. The Canucks might win their eighth in a row, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> there is a there's a chance for sure. Um, the only thing, the only real lineup change from last night's win over Anaheim that's really people really expect to see is Yarrow Halak starting in net, obviously being a back to back. Um, he's been solid and unspectacular. I mean, through the first first part of the season, he was hung out to dry after some spectacular performances, and then came back. Had a shakier game, uh, but was able to get the win still. Um, but no, it's a team that just seems to have confidence and still shaking off some of that COVID layoff rust. But they are they got right back into it, seven consecutive win. And who knows, they might be able to take that uh, eighth win with all the momentum on their side. Let's talk about the Bruce Boudreau effect for a second, because he does have that. I, I guess he's done this in the past, where he's brought teams out from the depths and they go on and win divisions. They do well in the regular season. That's fine. Bruce Bergeau, seven in a row. He's done this with the Capitals. He did this with the Ducks. He kind of did this with the Minnesota Wilds, too. So what's the difference? Uh, To me, at least just from the eye test, it just feels that this team really is more aggressive. You can see this on the defensive end. And you can see this with even the penalty kill, which was so utterly abysmal to start the year. They're really pressing and hounding after these pucks, and they're really just they're attacking a lot more. And they've really flipped around from being this team that just for even though they force you out to the perimeter, to leaking lots of high danger chances, to giving up on man rushes. Uh, to now really just going north to south. As soon as they get the puck, they're looking up. They're looking to. Uh, skate to get to get pucks on goal yeah i'm noticing that we're seeing more indirect passes from the canucks on those like midway passes we're seeing more the north south as you mentioned uh just more confidence is a big one and that's always been a big thing for me is when a player has more confidence it helps them tremendously uh, by the way just to briefly look you've talked about your goalie jonathan quick in 41 games against the canucks He's 18, 19, and 4. That doesn't tell the whole story. His mm-hmm. save percentage is 926. His goals yeah. against is only 206. 
So maybe the Kings are not giving him, in baseball terms, they're not giving him the run support at all. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, Quick Quick has stolen many a game for the Kings when, when I've been able to watch it. They even at the young young age of thirty five, turning thirty six next month, he's. <laughs> He's been the Kings' number one this season after Cal Peterson more or less supplanted him last year. I, I, I mean, I have to admit you're right. I mean, Cal Peterson hasn't been as spectacular this season, and it has been a resurgence for Jonathan Quick. His safe percentage is the best it's been since the Stanley Cup days, since back in 2012. Even his goals against, it's it's better. It's better. It's, it's crazy to think about that he's just got, gotten better like a fine wine. Well, well, sure. I mean, I guess we could say that. I could. Alleg- allegedly. <laughs> uh, so let's have a little uh, fun here. What can we expect on tonight's game between the Canucks and Kings? Mm-hmm. Well, it's... If judging by last night's anything, it's just going to be ironing out some more details in the play. Like, there were there were things where the Canucks didn't execute as well, um, particularly that I've noticed. And it's... It's more just about getting back into the flow of everything. Obviously, we're, uh, Vancouver is without their hottest forward, Brock Besser. He recently tested positive. Uh, he tested into COVID protocols, um, which has pushed uh, which has pushed Justin Dowling into the lineup. Uh, other than that, there's no major. Actually, I shouldn't say that because our defensive core. So uh, we're running a third pairing of Brad Hunt and Tucker Pullman. It is not a third pairing. It's barely an AHL pairing, in my opinion. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry, it, Tucker it Pullman. Yes, so we're running Tucker Pullman and Brad Hunt on the oh, third no. pairing. No, it's <laughs> he's been dependent upon a lot as well this season. So it, yeah, but it gets a little ugly. Got burned last night. They did. The first goal, uh, Sam Carrick gets Sam Carrick lit up Brad Hunt for that one. So yes, he it's did. <laughs> um the, the defensive the defensive side was always a little suspect with Vancouver. We're fully aware that that was how the roster was constructed. The good part is is that this team has been able to negate some of it with their excellent forecheck, which has been another aspect that Boudreaux's been able to improve. But just expect a fast, a fast, hard forechecking team, a team that sometimes might have defensive lapses just from the style that they, they would, our defensemen play with. But that's that's the risk you take when you have when you're just trying to run and gun. Coming up next, Jason and Mike are going to make some predictions about tonight's Kings Canucks game. But before we do that, I want to make sure that you know all about betonline.ag. It's the best time of year for sports. If you're a football person, we've got college bowls, we've got the NFL playoffs coming up. We, of course, have the basketball season, hockey, boxing, fighting, whatever it is. You can find anything that you want on betonline.ag. They've got more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And their website is new, redesigned, all easy to use for all of your sports action this season. Head over to the website or use your phone to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. That's betonline.ag, promo code Locked On. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
All right. In a complete departure from the usual Locked on Los Angeles Kings podcast, we're actually going to make some predictions because I like making predictions. So <laughs> I'm going I'm going to get yelled at for this. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say I'm sorry to do this, Kings fans, but I think this is going to be a late game. And I want to, I want to have some fun with this. This is going to be a fast-paced game, but I think both goalies get lit up. I'm going to go 5-4 to four Canucks in a shootout. I think it's going to go that far. Ooh, that is a definite bold prediction there. <laughs> I, I want some spice. I hey, mean, the Kings would five... get a point in this scenario. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and with, with the lineup that they're icing, honestly, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you want to make a prediction? Yes, of course. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see five to four just just because it's not not great defense, but some pretty good scoring. That being said, um I say the game finishes four two for Vancouver in regulation. Okay. You're not gonna go as crazy as what we saw Tuesday night. <laughs> oh <laughs> if the, if it's if it's if it if the both teams score fifteen goals, I think we have some issues. <laughs> but those are also the coyotes and the sharks. <sighs> that is very fair. They are not known for excellent hockey. No, they're not, especially the coyotes, who I predicted would lose fifty games this season. They're halfway there. Are they already halfway there? Oh goodness. Twenty one losses. <laughs> so almost halfway. Almost halfway. Hey, I mean we're we're almost halfway into the season. Yeah. Well, once again, congrats on the Canucks winning seven in a row. And to finish off this segment for Locked on Los Angeles Kings, tell the folks where they can find your work and find you online. Of course. So all my work for the, on the atmosphere Canucks can be found uh, at Field Pass Hockey. Uh, just a quick Google search and you'll be able to find some of the articles that I write about them. You can interact with me both on my Field Pass Hockey account, which is at FPH Canucks, or my personal at Mike underscore Liu 14. Just hang around, do a bit of everything. Don't just cover hockey. But yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Yep. And we got some Canucks rain games coming up, so we'll be chatting there as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much to Mike for jumping on. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Of course, anytime. Of course, thanks to Jason for doing a little bit of a pinch hit, you know, killing two birds with one stone and uh, having a little bit of that conversation for me. So thanks to both of those guys for uh, having the preview, I guess, for me today here on Locked on Kings. Uh, Before we go and let you, you know, go about with your evenings and get ready for the game tonight, uh, the latest breaking news from the Kings is that Phil Deneau is appearing back on the Kings roster, so he looks to be set to go uh, for tonight's game. Of course, things could still change. The game isn't, you know, starting yet, but he looks like he is at least released from the COVID protocol list and could be making his appearance again for the Kings. So we'll see what that means for the rest of the lineup. And we'll see what that means for Alex Turcotte, uh, if he gets to stay in or if he takes a seat tonight. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, Make sure you come back tomorrow. We'll be checking in on this game and the results of it and uh, looking forward to what is next on the Kings schedule. That is it for me. Make sure you're finding me on Twitter at right said Sarah, the shows on Twitter at locked on LA Kings. Make sure you're giving it a follow. So you never miss an episode. You never miss any cool Kings news. 
or rain news because they've got a bunch of games coming up and I will of course be checking in with the Ontario Rain from time to time as they go through their season as well. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts, so make sure you're followed to it, subscribe to it, whatever it is, uh, so you never miss an episode. That is it for today. Come back tomorrow and every day of the week for more Kings news here on Locked on Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.